It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan of 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills of the mic taking up to 630 today along with Troy Bowen on this 11th day of May. 45 degrees, kind of a little bit showery, kind of cloudy outside in southeastern Ohio. Sports fan presented by J&K Contracting. Phone lines are always open at 740-592-6646. But Troy, it's weird weather. It's unfortunate that this weather... like. Just last week, it was, I think, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and now, you know, it's freezing overnight. You see the warnings on these all the uh, weather apps, like, freeze warning. I, I got up on the computer in front of me saying 47 and, and, and light rain. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's too cold. It's too warm. I don't know. Just give us the summer. Give us the spring weather. Uh, it, it's just as wacky as the world is right now. Well, you're a day late and a dollar short because this is the fourth freeze <laughs> warning we've had. It's all week. In five days, so... Uh, it's been this way for a better half of, um, well, you know, since last week sometime. I'm sick of it. Uh, it just causes me a lot of problems. I, I, I kind of chuckle, though, because <clears throat> there at the beginning of April, I got a text saying, oh, this is the the best weather we've ever had in April. We could, this would have been great for baseball season. <laughs> uh, that was a joke. This would have been the worst weather ever uh, for a baseball season. We would have had, like, probably 10, 10 postponements. It would have been a nightmare. And uh, the games we did do, we'd be up in the press box freezing. So you know, man, silver lining. You know, we, we didn't, we didn't get, yeah. we didn't freeze to death. We didn't have a chaotic schedule, knowing who we we're going to play, when we we're going to play. Uh, that doesn't take the sting out of it, though. I really wanted them kids to play. Uh, speaking of high school sports, on that front, <clears throat> and it was a really a bummer too. We got bad news last week, sometime that uh, they're going to that they canceled Legion baseball too. And the kids had all decided that since they couldn't play high school, that they were going to play it for the Athens Post-21 team, which they hadn't done in a long time. The kids go off and play travel ball. So we were really looking forward to, you know, a really cool Legion season of having a really good team. And, um, you know, got shot down. Legion said no. You know, now there's no baseball. There's nothing. I mean, the Copperheads aren't playing, right? No, Copperheads are out. GLSCL, I think, is suspended until about June 4th or 5th. They were going to make a decision on the rest of the season. But a lot of... Summer collegiate baseball leagues are just shut down right now, you know, because one, a lot of those leagues depend on sponsorships, and when you don't have businesses open and have money coming through, it's hard to sponsor anybody, which is understandable. And two, you know, now you got to worry about you know, paying, uh, trying to get all the players to one area, trying to find housing for all those players, and feeding them, and you know, getting large groups of people to a stadium, which isn't happening, and even we're talking about it not even happening for the football season. Uh, which is still, again, it's it's a while away from now, but we are concerned about it now because that's what everybody's been talking about. They're worrying about over in, uh, what is it, the shoe? Uh, 100,000 peoples at, at uh, Ohio State Stadium. So we don't know what, what's going to happen, and obviously if there's a vaccine, it'll make things a lot easier. I think things will open up quicker and there'll be large gatherings, but uh, that, that's it's not It's not happening in the fall, man. No. It's impossible. I think Pfizer right now is in their their first human trial. So, I mean, you're talking six months. I, you, you, we'll be lucky, you know, towards the end of 2020. So, it's really, it really starts to make you think. I mean, how are they going to have 
Well, they're not going to have Connor. They're not. They're not. Ohio State football is not going to have fans. I, I I don't think the Bengals are going to have fans. I mean, the NFL is a little different because they'll they'll approach it differently. They have to have revenue, so I could see them possibly going to every third seat, maybe in the NFL. College sports, they're a little more protective of the things that they do. Um, maybe they try to go every third seat, but you know, getting everybody in line and getting them in there would be a nightmare. But even then, you know, schools would have to be open. You know, you're counting on kids still being, you know, present at school. Mm. Yeah, you're talking about on in. Forget about online classes. You know, if you have in-person classes. Then I guess you'd have you know the sports or people to go to, but you know, even I, if you don't I, have in-person classes, you can't really do anything. I think even if you had online learning, you could still play sports. I don't know. Not if they close the dorms, though. Where would your, your, well, your undergrads would be out? I'm just well, yeah, true. I mean, you could probably figure something out for the undergrads. I mean, maybe the upperclassmen have a house off campus, and you know, it's not as structured as maybe people would have liked it to be, but. Yeah, that, that's all a conversation for the future, but I'm getting information from Trevor Stevens earlier today, and he says that Nebraska, uh, for sports leagues, I guess youth sports leagues, or uh, any, they say schools can open weight rooms starting June 1st. Now, this is in Nebraska. Schools can open weight rooms on June 1st, organize team practices on the 1st. Yeah, they're requiring parents to remain in cars, players to use their own equipment, no sharing of snacks or drinks, and other sports are still suspended. Which, I mean, I can kind of guess why other sports would be suspended because baseball and softball normally have your own equipment. You can, you know, maintain distance with track and fields. You know, I don't know anybody that has a javelin in their home. You know, I don't <laughs> know if that's a, a thing that they bring home with them. Uh, you know, so I, I guess, but Nebraska is looking to open back up on the first. Now, Ohio's opening different things up, especially, what is it, the hair salons and stuff opening back up on the 15th now? Uh, Friday, yep. Friday. So, things are slowly starting to, to go back you know, and open up again, uh, but it's in Nebraska where sports and school is starting to open up uh, with a couple things. Well, June 1st, it, you're talking football and soccer and volleyball. Uh, June 1st, the school year's over. So, now you're looking at fall sports. So, the only, the only people that would be in a weight room on June 1st would be your football players, your volleyball players, and your soccer players, maybe golf, preparing for the 2021 season. School's out on June 1st. See, but I don't know what Nebraska does because on you're June... Talking about, you're talking about Nebraska like College? No. Or ne Nebraska High School? Nebraska High School because here's the other half. Like So June 1st, you know, organized practices and stuff can open up again. And then on June 18th, baseball and softball games can resume. Dugouts, oh, and dugouts right, can yeah. be used, bleachers to nice. spread players. Uh, so Nebraska's starting to open up again. But Ohio, I think we have less cases than, than Nebraska, or less cases per day, and we're still waiting for, you know, sports to, to come back. And maybe their high school year goes a little bit later on in the year. Yeah, so I, don't, I know New Jersey has, uh, June 17th was, was my graduation when I graduated three, three or four years ago. And then baseball still played, you know, maybe until July or so. Uh, but it's good to see Nebraska has some kind of sports still trying to, to happen. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting. I, I saw that today. I had a, to share it because yeah, something's happening. You know, the other thing, uh, baseball's trying to figure out a way to reopen. Uh, we'll take a short break. We'll talk a little bit about baseball and NFL. To attack Valoa signs his contract, but Burrow yet to sign. Uh, we'll break it down the Sportsman right after this. You're listening to Sportsman on 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. 
From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Siemens Grocery is your family-owned grocery store where customer service is still a priority. At Siemens, you'll find high-quality, healthy, fresh foods, including fresh, natural Amish chicken. Siemens opened their doors in 1951 and for three generations has offered the highest quality produce and finest cuts of meats. How long has it been since you've been to Siemens? Siemens Grocery and Marathon, 305 West Union Street, Athens, 730 to 9, Monday through Saturday, Sundays from 10. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Personnel Plus is still the one at matching qualified and reliable employees with local businesses. If you need good employees, contact Personnel Plus at 740-592-3416 or drop by the Employment Options Office located in the Market on State. Personnel Plus. We are local, we are nonprofit, and we are community. Personnel Plus is the employment service of the Athens County Board of DD. Hello, I'm Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. For the latest information on what you need to know about the coronavirus, visit the state's website at coronavirus.ohio.gov or you can call 1-833-4-ASK-ODH seven days a week. Furnished by Governor Mike DeWine. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Sports Fan 970 WATH. Mills and Mike alongside Troy Bolin taking up until 630 today as a sports fan presented by JK Contracting. 740-592-6646. I guess we'll start with the borough news, but... Joe Burrow uh, will not sign his contract. He's going to wait to see what happens over the next three months because he doesn't really know, you know what will happen. You know, he's expected to have the $24 million signing bonus as the number one overall pick, and the contract has been reportedly been, I think, four years for $36 million overall for five years for Joe. Uh, I mentioned that because the second quarterback taken in the draft, Tua Tugavaloa, uh, he signed a 30 $0.275 million contract, four years guaranteed with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so the Dolphins are able to to spend a little money there and guarantee you know, now that, that Tua gets the money, and then I guess Joe will have to wait until he signs that contract for some reason. Yeah, and I wish I had an inside intel on that. I'm, I'm not going to text his dad. It's their private information, but you know, I don't like the way that's worded because I don't think Joe himself would not want to sign. Like, why wouldn't you want $24 million today? 
Right. I mean, all you have to do is put your name on it, yeah, right? Yeah, so I, I feel like that would be on the Bengals' end, uh, not wanting to sign, because you know, if you're a 23-year-old kid and you can sign your contract today for $24 million signing bonus, you're going to do it. But with that being said, I don't know for sure. I'm assuming could be an agent thing. Uh, could be maybe they, they think uh, the Bengals aren't wanting to pony up the, the max of a whatever because of what's going on, and they're going to make sure everything's okay before they sign that whatever the maximum is. I don't know, man. I, I don't know details. I just have a hard time believing that a kid wouldn't sign right now if he could. And then, and then when I read that a couple of days ago, I played it off as, okay, all the first-round picks aren't signing. But then when you just told me two is signed, well, then now I'm starting to think about, like, why, well, why didn't Joe sign? What's right. the hang-up? Is it Bengals' end? Is it Joe's end? Is it, and what is the reason? Why is it anybody's end? I don't know. Right. I mean, the Bengals, you know, even uh, A.J. Green. I, I saw a report that A.J. Green said, all right, well, he's the quarterback, so he's going to decide whether I go out to Athens or whether, you know, Joe's going to go out to Green, and they're trying to figure out a workout plan, trying to get ready for the season when it comes. So I, I can't imagine, you know, the Bengals really want to hold up on any contract negotiations because this is the same guy that they were you know, talking about. They sent him the day before the draft. Welcome to the Bengals. They made their decision on their guy. They were 100% sure about this. And then I don't know why that, that there's a, a little bit of a hang-up. Uh, the other thing with Tua, it's a $19.6 million signing bonus. So, of course, you know, Joe getting the number one overall uh, pick, it's a $24 million. Uh, but when you're talking... You know, millions of dollars. You know, what's a, an extra two or three, four million dollars? Yeah, it's a lot, actually. I mean, well, five million. Five million's a lot of money, man. Yeah, well, to me and you, it is. But if if you're a professional sports league, yeah, you know, a couple million more. I mean, the the Dolphins, nineteen million, thirty million guaranteed, right to uh, to a tug of a So I mean, he's getting nineteen. Joe's going to get twenty-four. That's actually, you know, that's five more million dollars, man. That's a lot of money. I, I, even maybe not for. Tom Brady, who's made multiple contracts over the course of his career, but for your first contract, the big difference between ten and fifteen million, or fifteen and twenty million, five million dollars is a lot of money, and it takes me back to before the um, before the college football season. You know, it, it was Tua and Joe, Joe and Tua, in my mind, for that Heisman Trophy winner for for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, so not only did Joe end up outplaying him on the field, of course, Tua got hurt, so I got to give him a little bit of a you know, a little, little bit of an edge uh, to Joe in that regard. But, you know, he took the Heisman from him, and he just beat him out for five <laughs> more million dollars by being the first quarterback taken off the board. Big year for Burrow. I mean, that's a big deal. Heisman Trophy, national championship, and five more million dollars. I'd say he got the better better hand than, uh, the, than what two ended up with. But with that being said, Tua did get hurt, and who knows what would have happened had he not. Well, it's crazy to think, you know, the number one spot gets $24 million signing bonus, and then just two spots underneath, it's a $5 million difference, you know, between 24 and... That's and why you want to be that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's saying, oh, you don't want to go to the Bengals, you don't want to be that one pick, and I said all along, shut up, you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter if the London silly nannies draft you number one. It comes with a lot more money. So, you take that pick, whoever it may be, and you just go play for them. Because $5 million is a lot of money. That's a big difference. And this, you mentioned college football, and, and I'm not, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to let you react, but the uh, LV Superbook, right, the, the odds are out in Las Vegas on who will win each conference, right? There's the SEC bets, there's the ACC, wh whatever it is, right? So 
in the MAC, the Mid American Conference. I, I want you to guess. Uh, have you seen these before? All right. So you haven't seen the odds. Who do you think is the the favorite odds-on favorite to win the Mid American Conference this year? I hope it's not OU for God's sakes. <laughs> Please don't make it OU. It is, is it OU? It's Ohio. Oh my! God. Why? Where do they come up? We don't even have a quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen. I'm I'm thrilled. Other people outside of Athens have confidence in in the Bobcats. And they need they, to quit picking us, man. That didn't work out well for us last year. It didn't work out the year well, before. The year before. The year before that. The difference is, though, it was the Mid American Conference who picked Ohio. This is a, a third party that just comes out of nowhere and says Ohio is the two to one odds favorite to win the Mid American Conference. Then it's Buffalo, Toledo as the the uh, two and three. Uh, Buffalo at seven to two. Toledo at six and one. Uh, not six and one, but you know it's six six to one odds. Uh, Ball State, Central Michigan at eight eight to one. Miami of Ohio, Western Michigan twelve to one, uh, and then Kent State. Everybody's up up north, but I uh, I'll let you see them, what, what the odds are here. But uh, to me, I have no idea why Ohio is at the top. I don't know either, man. We don't even have a quarterback. I mean, maybe they think Rourke is the same Rourke. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe they say, oh, they got this guy Rourke back. He's been there like two or three years. They're going to be good. It's, it's his brother. Right. I don't know, man. It, but it's K Rourke. It's not N Rourke. Yeah, well, you know, maybe they just look, glanced over it really quick, and because there's no justification for a high university being favored to win the MAC. You know, we got some players back, but we lost a lot, right. including I mean, the quarterback. Right, we lost our quarterback, and we lost uh, Javon Hagen, who did a nice job on defense. You know, so we we lost a lot, and I don't know what we're we're really retaining. We got a couple talented uh, running backs: O'Shawn Allison, uh, Julian Ross, and Demontre Tuggle. But I, yeah, that's pretty good backs. I can't, I can't think of a a, a number one wide receiver right now. Mm. Now, not to say that we don't have one. Adam, but just Adam one Adam Lerman, Ryan Lerman. Well, all right, we got the tight ends though, right? Yeah, the, yeah but they look like they're actually receivers playing right. tight end. But right, and I tell you, they they better get they better get on the treadmill because they're they they just moved out of Palmer Place. They're they're getting pretty big. <laughs> yeah, so we, you guys used to run like deer, man. Look like you can't even you don't even run like a Mack truck now. You got to lose some weight. You're getting too big. Everybody's sitting around, Connor. Nobody's working out. They're not allowed going to the Pink Center. They're not allowed going to the any facilities. And tell you what, that's an under underrated thing right there. Is what are these players even going to look like? You know, come fall if they if they're not allowed starting to work out. Usually these guys are like spring football, working out, training like crazy. I right. mean, seriously, training like Olympic athletes in June and July. You know, and then come come September. I mean, they're they're just built and ready. Now, they're not going to be this year. They can't. They're not. I can tell you firsthand. I just saw a couple of them. <laughs> a little, little, little chub around the stomach, man. It's, it's going to be different, man. It's going to be really weird. Yeah, it's always difficult when you have to work out on your own, you know, because that, that's how you really tell who's invested in it and who's, you know. But where are you going to work out? You can't work out even at home unless you got a personal weight room. True. Uh, I mean, that's true. But still, you know, go for a run. You know, yeah, maybe you can run, but you can run. You can get your uh, your cardio in. You can eat right. Maybe you can try to maintain the weight that you're at. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's going to be difficult to see you know exactly how everybody looks come the fall. If we have a fall, we'll have the season of fall. But you know, will we have football? Will we have you know who knows? NBA finals might be played during the fall this year. Who knows? I, I have no idea how how they're all going to shake things up and. Uh, with professional sports and with baseball right now, I, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the new alignments. Did you see the the alignments of the new? No, I glanced, but I didn't really look. So forget about the AL, forget about the NL. 
This is just MLB, East, West, and Central. This would be for, I'll, I'll do the Cincinnati Reds and where the, uh, the Indians are in. They would be in the Central Division with the Chicago Cubs, Chicago White Sox, Milwaukee Brewers, St. Louis Cardinals, the Kansas City Royals, of course the Reds, Indians, Minnesota Twins, Atlanta Braves, and Detroit Tigers. That would be your, your conference right there. That would, that would be your division. And then it's now reported out earlier today that there will be, uh, they're trying to get things back up and going by the 4th of July weekend. Spring training would start in early mid-June. Uh, each team would play about 82 regular season games, most against opponents in its own division, which would be, to my understanding, would be that new East, West, and Central, or maybe you know they'd go back to normal baseball. Uh, but we'll, we'll still wait to see. Postseason would be expanded from 10 clubs to 14 by doubling wild cards in each league to four. That is what they are proposing to do for this 82-game. And location? Is it Arizona, or is it going to be in real locations? Uh, so according to the report from Associated Press, I don't see where it says locations. Uh, if they're going to do it, they say 4th of July weekend in ballparks without fans. Okay, so we're, but they'll be back in regular ballparks then. So it could be, yeah. All right. Uh, you know, no fans, but you know, still, it's, I don't care, man. Give me something. Right. I don't, I don't care what it is anymore. we got to get back to some kind of you know, baseball season during this time. Uh, yeah, I, it would be really odd, though, because, well, first of all, the no fans thing is not odd at all because I just watched the Reds play an entire season literally with nobody in the, in the, in the stands. So... All right, but there be, were fans allowed to be in the yeah, stadium, were, right? Yeah, but <laughs> I'm telling you, there wasn't anybody there. You had like four people behind the home plate where the camera was. It looked like nobody was in the park. So that's not going to be hard to adjust. Uh, but the new divisions and the different teams you're playing, you know, that would be more difficult. Baseball is built around your division, your standings, divisional games, you know, important series versus the, the Brewers, important series versus the Cards and the Cubs and the Pirates. You know, that's what you're always following. That's what you're always watching. You're watching the Reds, then you're watching those teams to see how well they do in their series to see where the Reds are at in the standings. So you go to this three-division thing, and that just throws the whole system out of whack. Yeah, but I'm sure, it's a, I'm sure we could adjust very quickly, though. But it would definitely be an adjustment. And then the big question would be, how do you figure out the designated hitter? You just mixed so, American League and National League. It would be a universal DH. Universal that DH. Is, that is what they would propose. Well, I mean, universal no DH. What do they got to do DH for? Nobody uh, likes a DH. I get it because you're trying to save the pitchers. Oh, you're just okay. letting them yeah, go. What's ma- <laughs> you're not going to risk injury with them hitting. I get it. I'd rather see them hit. I mean, to me, the Mets have a couple good hitting pitchers that I like to, to watch every now and then. But still. It, yeah, we see, you know, American League ball clubs are built with the DH. The National League ball clubs are not. So the American League teams, the Indians already have a DH hitter. He's always been a DH hitter. The Reds would have to develop somebody. It just throws the whole thing off. Yeah, probably. For the Mets, though, it would be easy. It'd just put UNS Cespedes at the plate. Hey, man, we got a pitcher, too, Michael Lorenz, and he can hit. Yeah. There you go. Why not? Or sign Bartolo Colon. He's got a home run, right? <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us on the Sports Fan. For Troy Ball, and this is Connor Mills signing off. We come back your way 6.06 tomorrow on Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your day.